Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. That's reduced to 200-300. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Stevie has not practiced, uh, what's today, Wednesday, so he has not practiced on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, he's been with the trainer. You know, we'll see how he is, you know, later today when, when we're about to practice. I would anticipate him jumping in doing some stuff today. Um, probably, well, not probably, won't do anything live. So if most of our practice is live, then that means he, he won't be involved in much. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday, but so many things happening today that we've been discussing. Razorback football schedule for 2024 released. Still having the transfer portal up and going and in full swing. Got Razorback basketball coming to town here in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena on Saturday. And it's just hard to keep up with, but it is so much fun. And we're going to continue to have those discussions as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net, friend of the show. And Dudley, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing? No problem. Glad to do it. Well, let's just start with the uh, big news, at least. 2024 Razorback football schedule. What'd you make of it in your first impression? Well, I mean, any time you play in the SEC, and especially now that you have uh, 16 teams, uh, it is going to be a tough schedule. Uh, so, I, you know, you look at it, and you can't just sit there and, and, and pick off wins during SEC play. But if you're looking at it over the course of... Uh, uh, you know, just taking it all into effect. You don't like having one of the first five games, uh, you know, up here in Fayetteville. But you do ha- love having, uh, you know, the tail end of the schedule. You're getting a lot of games at home. I think it's four of the last six, something like that. Uh, and being able to, you know, close out things so strongly, you would hope. But you gotta, you got to, uh, you know, weather that first uh, first bit. But you don't got Alabama, you don't got Georgia. Uh, and so, I mean, there's only so much you can ask for. What did you think about starting the season off once again, Dudley, in Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium? I enjoy it. I mean, my birthday is August 30th. I'm planning <laughs> on coming down, uh, ringing the wife, staying at the Capitol Hotel, having a, having a nice little weekend, you know, doing a little work at the football game and all that. So, I, I mean, I enjoy coming down there. I'm from Newport, Arkansas. Spent a lot of time in uh, Little Rock in Memphis, so I have great memories and looking forward to doing that. I know that it still uh, causes a lot of debate on where to play games and all that, but uh, I, for one, enjoy coming down there and enjoy uh, you know going to games there. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of excitement for that game because it's, hey, it's the first game of the season. you got the Bobby Vitrino offense for the first time. They get to see in a real game. But here's the thing, Dudley. We don't even know what the team's going to look like fully just yet. And that's just in college football in general because of the transfer portal. Just so far in this process, uh, what have you made of it, at least from the last time we were able to talk with you? And uh, is there going to be some more additions and subtractions here in the coming days for Arkansas? Absolutely going to be some more additions. Uh, it's one of the, I think, when I look at this current uh, December and what they've gone through, Landon Jackson coming back, Andrew Armstrong coming back, uh, some of the other players that have announced they've come back have probably been the biggest additions. Uh, you certainly have Taylor Green, the, co- the quarterback from Boise State. You've added him in. You've had some guys like Pooh Paul and and others go out of the program. Overall, I think they've done okay. Uh, have they done enough to flip the script yet? No, but they've got another uh, 
you know, a few days here. You get the, the signing period opened on the 20th. You'll find out about Courtney Crutchfield, the wide receiver, uh, whether he'll be uh, in Arkansas or, or Pine Bluff. I mean, excuse me, he's from Pine Bluff. He'll be in, he'll be in Arkansas or Missouri. Uh, you're going to get some, uh, you know, answers from kids that they're looking at from uh, Kansas State. To Georgia, a lot of other places. I mean, there's several of them visiting here, uh, have visited here earlier this week, are visiting here now, will be more here tomorrow. So, uh, you know, you're right in the fact that we don't have an idea of what this looks like. And you're also going to go into January in the spring, and I'm sure there'll be a few people bolt uh, both in and out, you know, after spring. Uh, so, we don't know what this roster is going to look like. We certainly looked last year, and they had at one point forty new faces. Uh, some of those forty didn't didn't pan out, and certainly the addition of the offensive coordinator, uh, you know, ended up not being a very good deal. But I, I've heard this dude, so uh, the offensive coordinator here now, has a pretty good brain in terms of uh, on field stuff. So I'm looking forward to at least seeing that and what he's able to come up with. What positions are they currently focusing on? Not only through the transfer portal to improve the upcoming season's team but uh also in the future just through high school ranks what what positions are of focus absolutely linebacker i mean you had uh uh several guys transfer out uh you know poop as i said being one of them but you you lost some debt there jordan crook uh, manny powell some some others uh, you have to get more in that involved and they've got several that they're looking at uh you know, in that regard, you've got to, you know, really work on the secondary again. Uh, you still don't know whether Quincy is going to be able to come back. Uh, you know, after missing last year, you've, uh, you know, you're going to lose, you, you're going to and have lost some, some guys there. So you're going to have to, so really those two are, are I think, the main ones. Uh, you know, we'll see what KJ does with, with Green announcing. I don't know how, you know, you see him coming back, but he hadn't announced yet. So, you know, it's kind of like uh, an NFL free agency here with the, the NIL and the portal and all now. Uh, and there's not really a time limit, I guess, uh, on when you have to announce your your transfer. You can you know get in there and, and do what you do whatever you need to do. But y'all are totally right in that. Uh, if you ask me to sit here and look at that schedule and say, uh, you know, how many wins are they going to have? Well, I don't know because I don't know who else is going to be here. <laughs> are you going to get better? Are you going to get worse? What's going to happen? It used to be you at the end of the season, you knew who was coming back. You knew about who they were going to recruit and they're bringing here. And you could, uh, you could, you could guesstimate or at least estimate a number of wins. But I wouldn't, you know, I thought it would be six or seven last year. Didn't think it would be four. lost Dudley there for a little bit. Ah, I keep me having the connection even on the timeline, so we'll uh, try to get back. Dudley, you still with us, man? guess we're going to have to try to reconnect there with Dudley. Um, but, yeah, because I was going to really uh, ask him, too, about the whole situation with uh, Gregory Ginross, who was the, uh, the the JUCO tight end and everything, and I think we got Dudley back with us. Sorry, Dudley, we lost you, man. Just uh, I don't know if you had a chance to hear, but the situation with the JUCO tight end and Gregory Ginross, the committed Arkansas a couple weeks later, he's decommitted. So well, can you really make sense out of that one? Was it something that uh, could have been avoided, or is it just how the game is played these days? It is how the game is played, and uh, I think the kid really wanted to be here, but I think that... Uh, Scholarship-wise, uh, what they're doing is trying to get the best ones in here, and they feel like Andres Plasky uh, is what they needed in, in regards to a blocking tight end. They feel like that they've, uh, especially, you know, you had Tyus Washington jump, jump into the portal and then jump back out, and, uh, you know, I think that had more to do with anything. They should be really good at tight end next year. Coach Petrino, you know, has been known to use tight ends a lot, so I think they're going to be, you know, we're not, we haven't even talked, you know, a lot about Shamar Easter. Uh, who I think is still going to be a great athlete, great tight end up here, and you've got several coming back. So I think that's going to be a need position. Wasn't surprised at all once Tyus Washington announced he, he was coming back that they moved on to a more blocking tight end than another pass-catching one. So you're saying about the tight end position right now, Arkansas has an embarrassment of riches, and, and they're really deep at that position. Even though this past season, you know, that's what we thought going into it, and it, it seemed to not work out that way. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, what was interesting was it seemed to be 
uh, Arkansas would start off games going to the tight end. They'd make several catches, and they'd get hurt that first or second drive, and you'd go, oh, man. You know, and then they missed the rest of the year, but you saw the potential. You saw flashes from both those kids. I mean, uh, Haas is, you know, he's, I, I see no way he's not going to be, you know, an all-SEC tight end before this thing's all over with. He's just got great separation. You know, there are guys, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, some others that, uh, as you look over the course of the NFL, here are just matchup problems. And both those kids that, you know, with Tyus Washington well, I think, you know, showed that they could be big factors and then end up getting hurt, which was just like a theme of the season or anything that could go wrong did go wrong last year. You would hope that uh, they would switch that around for Arkansas fans next year and they would remain healthy and they would be able to uh, you know score more than three or seven points when needed speak with Dudley Dawson Pogfield.net Dudley another thing too with the quarterback position everyone's just waiting on what that's going to look like you mentioned Taylor Green what'd you make of him and what type of player that he can be in a Bobby Petrino offense here at Arkansas and also the quarterback room in general still waiting on KJ still waiting on maybe some other moves that may be made just how do you feel like that's going to all play out in the quarterback room the only comp I've got right now is Matt Jones, and I'm not saying he's going to end up being, uh, you know, as productive like Matt was, although he had a really, you know, a decent freshman season there at Boise State. But I tell you, he's got that same, I've seen him in person, he's got that same uh, lanky frame, lean. He, he's, he's a good runner. Uh, he's, I think he's a developing passer. I think you've got a pretty good quarterback coach here now that will, will help bring him along. And, again, I, I've said this, uh, you know, privately and i'll say it publicly i might question some of bobby petrino's decisions but never have i questioned a quarterback decision uh he's always been able to turn uh good quarterbacks into great ones great ones into to even better ones uh you know he's got a track record so if this is the guy that he wanted then uh, who am i to say that that's not going to be a guy that works out well for him Speaking with Dudley Dawson again from Hogville.net, and uh, Dudley, John, I also feel I also want to yeah, go ahead. I also want to reiterate that that I feel really good about Jacoby Criswell, Malachi Singleton, and uh, we know they're at least going to have one KJ in the uh, uh, in yeah. the quarterback locker room because you're gonna you're gonna have KJ Jackson here. Yeah, you're gonna have uh, one, at least one of them there, uh, a guy named KJ in the quarterback room too. And I think also Dudley, it's it's a lot, it's the offensive line. I think is what people are really saying. All right, let's let's see more of those. Let's get more of those guys into place. Uh, just what is that looking like? Is it's great to see linebackers, which I know they need, and defensive backs. I know they've hammered, but to have more offensive linemen, I think that's something that has to be having an emphasis for Razorback fans right now. I believe I'm right in that there's either six that have been here or are going to be here uh, before the, the portal visit thing closes. And I, I'm just going to put it uh, you know, as bluntly as I can. They're doing the best they can to buy themselves an offensive line, to buy themselves an improvement in the offensive line. The fact that you had Tyus Keyes Crawford and Andrew Chambly coming back really helps. I think both of those guys have the potential uh, to be really good. But you've got to go out and over-recruit at every position that you can. And in today's uh, today's college landscape, you're basically going out trying to buy you an offensive lineman, and that's what they're doing. Well, so and knowing that and trying to, to buy them an offensive line, like it just seems so crazy how it's all playing out in that process. But for the guys that are returning, I was a little surprised to see Landon Jackson return as you kind of mentioned there but uh, also some other players how much has NIL played a factor in maybe some guys staying put and putting out the announcement because it felt like what was it this past weekend all the wide receivers put out statements almost at the exact same time that they're coming back I was like is that a coincidence is that a correlation there just how much do you feel like uh, NIL and all those things have played into keeping certain guys at Arkansas Again, you've got a salary cap in the in college now. It's just like the NFL. I mean, the NFL's you know maybe larger unless you're at Alabama or Texas A&M or someplace like that. But you do have to work your way under a cap from what you have. Uh, I applaud Arkansas for getting this Arkansas Edge uh, you know thing to try to help them uh, you know raise money and all that tough tough season to try to do it off of but uh, boy when you made the announcement of Bobby Trino coming back it seemed to to fire most people up and and, and from my understanding there is uh, an influx of cla- uh, cash uh, that has uh, you know is is coming along with that but it's the same thing as you know as I've been talking about it's a business you've got to negotiate if you if your quarterback who was making a lot of NIL money goes ahead and leaves then that opens up quite a bit of cash uh, it's six of one, half a, half a dozen the other is one of my 
favorite sayings. I use it a lot, and that's uh, you're now molding a team under a salary cap. And and I, I hate, I hate that uh, you know that's how I talk about college football right now. But you know I'm being honest about it, and it's uh, it's a business. It's been a business for a long time, and now it's a financial business that's above board. Uh, no longer under the table, then you have to go out and everybody's doing it. Then the best ones at doing are going to be playing in the 12, 12 team championship next year. So, Dudley, uh, just shifting gears a little bit to Razorback basketball at this point because we know that they got a game down here in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena on Saturday. They're sitting at 6-4. and four. Joe Lenari doesn't even have him in his uh, NCAA tournaments, and not saying that he should, but definitely starting to have to get things going in the right direction and get back on the winning side of things. Just what have you made of the struggle, especially that game against Oklahoma, and how can Arkansas bounce back and uh, have a good performance this weekend in North Little Rock against Lipscomb? Got to play better defense. Got to be tougher. Got to be more cohesive. We got to quit looking for your shot. Got to look for a better shot. They have a lot of scores, not a lot of distributors. Uh, you know, I I don't doubt Coach Musselman. He's uh, you know he's had some of these December flaws, and then uh, you know got them back in March. We all know that if you bring in tons of different people. It takes them a while to learn how to play together. It's like you know any business as well. You know, in an office, you have to all work together to, toward a common goal. Uh, I think you know if Layden Blocker can continue to develop, I think that's going to help everybody out a lot because I think he's one of the better distributors. If Els can get going a little bit more, I mean, he was playing well at the start of the year, and that's kind of. And really, if they can stay healthy, it'll help. But but it is not going to be about offense. It's going to be about defense, and it's going to be about toughness. And you cannot let people go to the goal, go to the rim, go to the hoop without it hurting. Uh, you can't let them go in there, you know, anytime they want to. And I think that's something that, you know, from sitting around on the bench uh, watching Coach Sutton and Coach Richardson's teams, that uh, you do not let easy baskets happen. And I see easy baskets happening right now. Are those uh, some of the things, Dudley, you'd like to see overall in these next few games in non-conference before you get into conference play, or are there any other things you want to point out? No, you know, I think I think that's the the two main things. I think they're going to be able to score enough. They, I mean, they scored enough, uh, you know, scored 70 points, which should have been enough to win over there, uh, you know, at Oklahoma. I, I think Oklahoma's better than I thought they were going to be. I think they were picked like, 12, you know, 10th or 12th in the – in their conference, uh, but have done real, you know done a really good job at bringing some kids in, and then they played more cohesive, played better defense in Arkansas, and took better shots. Again, I want to re- re- refocus on that. Just because you're kind of open doesn't mean it's a good <laughs> shot, and you have to continue to to get the ball around. Uh, the best teams in the NBA, the best teams in college, the best teams in high school are not the ones that not, not, are not ones that just have the best players. They're the ones that play better, best as a team, get get better shots, and again. Did I mention they should hammer somebody when they go to the hoop? <laughs> yeah, it's like they got uh, so much length and they size and they do a great job of blocking shots. But I think just the, the inconsistencies of sometimes they look good offensively, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they look good defensively, sometimes they don't. This is a team that has had some uh, some good wins, good performances, and then they've had some really poor ones. It's just hard kinda to really... makes you want. Kind of makes you want to yell at the refs or somebody and leave the leave the arena for for a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly, something like that. It's almost like uh, someone did that here recently. I can't remember who, but either way, it's still kind of the five that Razorback fans have right now, and it's a matter of getting it figured out at the right time, but Trevin Brazil is a big part of it. Musk gave a little bit of an update on his situation, but just what do you make of the injury that he's had, and what type of uh, performance can, or at least the uh, maybe the timeline of when maybe he could possibly get fully healthy once again? You know, I think he'll play Saturday, and I, and I think he'll he'll play better. Uh, this is a guy who missed a lot of time, obviously, last year after starting off fantastic. I mean, he's still, I see him still listed in top 15 uh, NBA draft picks for next year. I think he needs to continue to get healthy. Uh, you know, you can't just drop out of playing and not just come back in and be who you were. I mean, he's a, he's a key for Arkansas, as I said, I think he'll come back. I think he'll he'll be a better defensive player, and and they need him to be that. And and, and let's be honest, Jalen Graham is not a guy that you could point to and say, hey, he's going to be a star. But when you look at what happened at the end of last year, and you look what what's happened here at the start of, uh, this year, he's one of the guys that you know could give you a hammer or two when somebody comes down the lane. They've got to play better defense in there. Well, the college football is wrapping up, but we're amongst we have bowl season right around the corner that starts this weekend and so uh you know there may not be certain games that stand out that are coming up right now but 
it is football, something to watch. And so uh, are you uh, going to be tuned in to some of the bowl games coming up? Absolutely. You know, I've watched most of the episodes of Law & Order, Law & Order SUV, and Law & Order Criminal Intent, so I'm looking for games on TV, and, you know, even if they're maybe not the best matchups. Uh, I felt I felt sad for the junior college kids last night. I think it's a great thing that Little Rock had that had that game, but I felt sad for them not having many, very many people in stands last night, and, and you know, we'll, we'll have some bowl games that will look similar to that. But uh, I love competition. You know, I love when uh, kids don't opt out. I know it's a thing to do now. But uh, there, there are worse things to watch than bowl games in December, so I'll look forward to it. Well, Dudley, before I let you get out of here, I, I know this is probably a question you like hearing when it's in the right context, but how about them Cowboys with a nice Ex- win? Excited that we've shown we can beat an over-500 team. Uh, you know, looking forward to what the rest of the season holds. Dak's playing well, and... Uh, you know, uh, let's go. Uh, let's go, uh, Tommy Cutlets Devito. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, he needs to help out and, and knock. Uh, he's got two <laughs> games against Philadelphia. He needs to knock him off a couple times. What so. a great story, though. Overall, absolutely, absolutely, and it's so so New Jersey, so New York too. I mean, uh, his agent was just a <laughs> Sopranos character the other day. Uh, I don't know whether he was more uh, Polly Walnuts or Tony Soprano, but that was just. That was great theater. Yeah, I was like, man, it looked like he was like Frank Nitty from The Untouchables coming out there with that. Yeah, you know, you know, nobody was on that phone. Oh, he just, he was just, (laughs) you know, he was just acting. Oh yeah. You know what though? There are plenty of people on the phone for him now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's an awesome story and uh, one that uh, you can't. Hey, I'm a big fan of stilettos, and that's his (laughs) last name. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. Again, again, I hope he keeps bringing around his uh, his entourage, man, and uh, keeps growing. Maybe uh, Mako Manganonzo, and people kind of start coming in there and start having some mafia connections. I'm rating for this story. It's a cool one, but definitely Capiche. a fun one. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Dudley, man, as always, we appreciate it, dude. Have a great weekend. We look forward to catching up with you later, all right? Y'all too, anytime. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Dudley Dawson joining us. Uh, as always, thanks to Hogville.net. So we appreciate him coming on, talking a little Razorbacks with us. And we got more to talk about. If you want to get on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. We got more Out of Bounds on Trash Talk Thursday next, so stay with us. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. The Arkansas Razorback football schedule was released last night, along with every other SEC team. They'll open the season on August 31st against Arkansas Pine Bluff at War Memorial before hitting the road to take on Oklahoma State and Stillwater in Week 2. They'll open up SEC play on the road this year when they take on Auburn on September 21st. September 28th, they face Texas A&M in the last Southwest Classic. Some of the other notable dates are October 19th when Arkansas faces LSU at home, November 16th when they host Texas, and then on November 30th when they wrap up the regular season against Missouri. For the newcomers, Oklahoma will open SEC play on September 21st versus Tennessee, and they also get LSU as the last game of the year on November 30th. Texas will open SEC play on September 28th versus Mississippi State, and then they get their rivalry with Texas A&M back on November 30th. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks. 
They aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Christmas reminds us that in a night without light came the light. In a world without hope, hope was born. In the midst of despair, there was the singing of angels. They had but a star, but we have sunlight. The hopes and fears of all the years were pinned, whether the shepherds realized it or not, upon a little baby and a young mother's arms. That is where hope still lies. Wise men brought him gifts. But their gold, frankincense, and myrrh have long since turned to dust. It was the best they had, and they set precedent for our giving gifts. But they only gave gifts that perish. We have an opportunity to give a living sacrifice. If giving is the test of loving, then let us give the consecration of our lives. He himself has said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. It is the heart that is given with the gift that really makes the gift worth receiving. From your friends at Doublebee's, Merry Christmas. Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck, and players win more than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner Wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down, here comes LSU. KJ flushed, rolling right, keeps his eyes downfield, throwing deep. Got has at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. There's your play. 59 yards to Lucas. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour 2 to 7. Later happy hour 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online curbside or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour app apps for two four and six dollars out of bounds is going to be at twin peaks next friday so make sure you stop by and say hi getting you ready for the holidays if you're in a holiday spirit you can stop by twin peaks and and uh get them to take care of your holiday needs they can cater your holiday parties if you have those going on but most importantly you can get there with plenty of seating inside and out wall to wall tvs to see all the sports action it's a great time to sit outside by the fire pit on those days and nights when it's nice nice and crisp. Uh, it's a little warmer outside now, but they'll have some days and some nights where you can get out by that fire pit. Tonight, Thursday night football, Chargers taking on the Raiders. That'll be a game that you can check out at Tim, Twin Peaks. And all the NBA action, there's plenty going on tonight. Uh, let's see, there's seven games going on, so plenty of action in the NBA, but... Any kind of sports you want to watch at any time, Twin Peaks has it. It's Twin Peaks. Each drink, scenic views. It is Out of Bounds here on Trash Talk Thursday. And appreciate Dudley Dawson joining us in the previous segment. But uh, did have a few people also chiming in, like in our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. A little Trash Talk from uh, Mulberry Dave. He says, do you think anything will be done about the terrible officiating in football? I've had enough of reviews and play-killing calls. Should we find the refs for an obvious bad call? Thank you. Uh, you know, they're all human, and they're going to make mistakes. And no matter what the sport is, if it's football, basketball, baseball, there are going to be mistakes that are made. Now, baseball, there's always that argument about ro- robot umpires and at least creating that part of the game where – you're not arguing about balls and strikes, but as long as there's a human element in the game, there are going to be mistakes that are made. There are going to be calls that are missed. There are going to be calls that are made that you feel like may not be the right call, but there's always been, and as long as there continues to be that human element, there will be mistakes. Yeah, and I'm not for a fanning or fanning, uh, 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 having fines held down to officials or anything like that because, I mean, look at it in the perspective of the football game itself players 
don't get fined if they make a mistake in the game. You know, as far as on the field, not you know if they do something this month that was Darius Tony would have lost a lot of money this season. Yeah, he would have been probably the most <laughs> fine person in the in this league if that was the case. But yeah, I'm not for that because listen, what it comes down to is officials. They all want the biggest jobs. Like they want to they want to be NFL officials. They want to have the big games. They want to have more games because that's where they make their livelihood. It's usually a game by game basis type of deal, and that goes for all the sports. So if a referee is uh, unfit or if it's struggling or making a lot of bad mistakes and everything, they're not going to get fined. They're just not going to get those opportunities. Like They're going to move them down. And, you know, I, I read a story on the officiating, and I think it's more in college basketball. So, obviously, it's different in football and everything. But it was pretty incredible just to see how certain referees that have been around forever, like Doug Shows and TV Teddy Valentine, guys like that, like you know, it's like oh man, we got this official this time. How terrible it is! We never, we never get the calls. Blah blah blah. It, you'd be surprised when it comes to what the NCAA when they review these guys and they're officiating how accurate they actually are percentage wise, and that's why they continue to get the jobs. It's not like you can't. You tell me that there's no one better than TV Teddy out there. It's like no, not really. Because yeah, that's the fan perspective. Yeah, because it's like you don't remember the good calls they make. You just remember the bad calls. Those are the ones that stick out. But I mean, think about in the course of like a forty-minute basketball game. If you are irate by you know two or three calls, just think that in the perspective of a forty-minute game, two call, three calls, and however how many calls were made. Like again, it's never going to be perfect because as you said, it's a human element. They're going to make mistakes, but. The accuracy is a lot higher than a lot of us want to give credit for at times, too. And it's not as if they're trying to miss calls or make bad calls or make wrong calls. They're doing it at the best of their ability. Yes, they're doing their best, and that's all you can ask for, and uh, you just got to trust it in that. But, yeah, mistakes are always going to be made. Uh, Also, another thing, too, speaking of the NFL and uh, some uh, rules and officiating, this comes from Ian Rappaport, saw that the NFL executive Troy Vincent says at the league meeting among other things that's been going on, that the league will take a look at the plays where the player fumbles through the end zone. Is it too punitive? Do we need to give them a chance again? It's going to be studied this offseason as to if they want to keep the rule going to where if a player fumbles out of the end zone, it's a touchback and the other team receives the ball, seeing if there's some other sort of consequence that happens instead of that play. Yeah, Well, it makes sense to just take the ball back to the spot of the fumble, and, and that would make the most sense. Now, it has been in the game for a long time, and that's kind of what they're arguing. The other side of it is this is something that has always been a rule, but you know the game keeps changing, and the way the game is today, maybe it does make more sense to change that rule and um, and make it you know equate more to today's style of play. I really appreciate. It. I wish I could give them credit because I don't remember who put it up on social media, but I remember someone was explaining it, or they were having a debate about it, and they were saying, "You're telling you know how does it make sense to where if you fumble." at the two-inch line out of bounds, you know, you still keep the ball, you still keep possession, get another shot out, there it is. But then if you fumble three inches forward and into the end zone in the same spot, how does it make sense that the, the other team gets the ball back and or gets the ball and it counts as a fumble and it's a turnover for your team? And they argued that point, but then the counter was, well, it's the same way on the other side of the field where, hey, if you're two inches and it goes out of bounds on your from your own goal line in front of it, it goes out of bounds, you keep the ball. But if it goes three inches behind that, it's a safety. It's a safety yeah. where the other team gets the ball. So it's not like it's just this totally crazy idea. It's like you just stay out of the end zone. The ball never needs to go into the to the end zone for either team unless it's a kickoff. Like that's the only time it's really or a punt. But you know, it's there's gonna it there's need consequence to go out of, on both. Yeah, it doesn't need to go out of bounds because if right. it, if it's in the end zone, it's a live ball, and now either team can make good on that where. The defense recovers. It's a turnover for them. Offense recovers. Then they get a touchdown. It's like uh, almost one of those that they didn't count on happening, but you know it. They made good on it, and they were able to score a touchdown. Unless it's the last two minutes of the game. That's the only time it would actually go back to the spot. So, of, so what do you think should happen? Like, do you think it would be best to keep it the way it is, or you think you'd like to see the team get the ball back? Uh, you know, I I don't necessarily have a good gauge on it. Either way, I mean, I think either way would be fine. I would say the right thing would, to do would be to poll the players and see how the players feel about it. Now, the defensive players, of course, they're going to want to get the ball. The offensive players, they're going to want to retain possession. But just get an overall feel for 
the player's perspective and, and take that into account. Yeah, because it's one of those things that doesn't happen very often, but man, when it does happen, you're talking about game-changing type of implications fully. And there's a lot of examples of it, but the one I'll always remember is actually college football, but it was when Arkansas uh, played at Mississippi State in 2010, Bobby Trino being the coach. Game with the double overtime, it was a very crazy, wild game, and Arkansas had played a not, not that great of a matchup, but uh, uh, Nile Davis fumbled the ball, and Mississippi State got it back, and it was like they, all they had to do was kick a field goal and win it, and it was just going to be perfect for them. Well, runner was running, trying to go for the end zone. Ball got knocked out, fumbled into the end zone, and Arkansas was able because all they, even if it just went out of the end right here, they just kick a field goal and they win. But because it went out of the end zone, Arkansas got the ball back and ended up winning there in uh, that game. So it does have some major implications. Uh, especially late in games where it can change it all. Another one that they talked about, which they experimented for a year, and we've seen how it's worked so far this season, is the fair catch on the kickoff. And they're talking about either tweaking that or doing away with it altogether. They were going to reevaluate it anyway because they, sometimes they look at some of these new rule changes for a year, and then they'll come back and say, is some we want to stick with permanently or we want to uh, – you know, do away with it or, or tweak it and what they're doing with that fair catch on the kickoff. Now, that's something that kind of became more popular in college. They adapted it and or adopted it for the NFL and took it to that level. But they're talking about possibly taking it away again because they wanted to have safety on kickoffs mm-hmm. and punts. They want to do that first and foremost. But they're at a point where they're not getting the number of returns or they're not get, getting the return yards that they didn't want it to come down as much as it has. And so now that's why they're looking at doing away with it because even though there's a safety element, they still want that part of the game because there are players that make a living as returners, and that's really important to some of the players that are on the team. Yeah, I don't want to see a league that uh, can't ever have another Devin Hester. Or, and I know he's more punt, but still a great kick returners. Because uh, is the rule right now, you, you fair catch it, and is it anywhere on the field? You get it at the 25? Inside the 10-yard. I think it's the 10. Okay, that's that's what I was going to ask. So if it's inside the 10, you call fair catch, it goes out to the 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I knew that there was some sort of stipulation there. But, again, I give credit give credit to where credit is due in these leagues where they try things. You know, it may not work, but it's not like if they change a rule that you hate or you want to be back, it's not like they're saying, well, this is never going to change again. It's the way it's going to be forever. It's like they try things. Uh, you know, was it the pass, reviewable pass interferences that they had? They did uh, that for a year, and they were like, nope, yeah. this doesn't work. Yeah, this is this is bad. We don't need to do this. And they changed it. So yeah. it's like, give them credit. Where they try it, if it doesn't work, they change it. They fix it. Trying to make and, the game And better. they looked at a number of those in that case with uh, the pass interference that wasn't called, yeah. but the coach would be able to throw a flag and challenge it to see if they could reverse it and actually turn it into a pass interference. It was more of a problem than it was a problem solver. Yeah, and you don't want to create more problems with that because uh, again, you don't want to don't want to take away from the game. You still want to have the integrity of the game. Still want to have all that, but because pass interference make it safe. is a subjective call anyway. That's right, because it's just such a bang bang play, and uh, you know, there's sometimes where it's, it's not like it's always going to be the defender that's causing contact. You know, the offensive player is going to be causing contact. Like it's it, it's got to be one of the more common penalties that get called uh but it's also tough to really distinguish between the two is like okay well was it more of the offensive player was it more the defense player or should it just be a no call because both of them were playing in the same something that's happened quite a bit this year also and maybe um i don't know if there's more of a focus or it's just being noticed more but they'll throw a flag and then they'll come together and discuss it and then the ref will come back and say after you know further discussion there's no penalty on the play we're picking up the flag it's like, wait a minute, you threw the flag, and now you're, it, it happened multiple times in, uh, in a couple of games this past weekend. Yeah, I'd like to know, like, what was the discussion? Like, what made you change your mind? Like, what was discussed in that little huddle that made you feel differently Somebody about it? had a better view of it. Well, it must be. Better view than the person that threw the flag. Must be. But we got to take a break. We'll come back. Your Razor Hog update by True Service will be coming up, so you better stay with us here on Out of Bounds. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. 
SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Is your marriage over? Assets? Debts? Custody? For divorces, hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close, offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. I'm Rex Nelson. As a native Arkansan, I take pride in our state's natural beauty. And as someone who has been in all 75 counties, I've seen how prevalent litter is across our state. It's time for people to clean up our state for those who live here and to enhance Arkansas's image for those wanting to visit. Let's clean up Arkansas. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to do your part and get involved. This message brought to you by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare share and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's December 15th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. DeBinion stays in at running back. McKJ's going to throw. Fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> on 103.7 The Buzz.
Out of Bounds, folks, and I'm going to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville because we know the holiday season is here. We are less than a week and a half away from Christmas. Can you believe that? Christmas is happening a week from Monday, and we're all trying to squeeze in all of our holiday shopping. But let's be honest. You want to get the best gift, not just the easiest gift or the quickest gift, the best gift. And there is no better gift to give to someone you love and someone you appreciate than a brand new vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet. They have great deals going on right now, especially with a lot of the brand new vehicles that they have inventory on. Like how about the 2024 Chevrolet Blazer? That's right. The Blazer is back, baby. $7,500 potential federal credit taxes back on this 2024 Blazer EV model. They also have the 2023 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. $6,250 customer cash on that model right there. And it's all because of Guatney Chevrolet. So no matter if it's a truck, no matter if it's an SUV, no matter if it's a full-size car, they got it all. And they also have a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, too. Ones that are good enough for mom, as they say. So no matter what it is when it comes to the vehicles that you want, there's only one spot. It's Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. So check them out today off the Gregory Street exit at 1301 TP White Drive. They are the best in the business, and they're going to take care of you. Award-winning sales staff, award-winning service staff, and they also have a great website, too, at GuatneyChevrolet.com, where you can check out their inventory there, too. There's a reason why they're Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer because of the type of experience you will get whenever you shop with Guatney Chevrolet. So check it out today again, Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Trash Talk Thursday on Out of Bounds. I have Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio and the Aaron Torres Podcast joining us here in about 15 or so minutes. We'll catch up with him about scheduling, but also uh, some stuff going on in college football, NFL, NBA, get his thoughts on everything pretty much. But... We do know that there's still a lot of stuff happening in Razorback land. And how about this? Because we still have a set of three tickets to give away to the Razorback basketball game against Lipscomb this Saturday in Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. It's a sellout, so these tickets are a hot commodity, and we got three of them. So here's what we're going to do as part of your Razorback update. We're going to make it to where you just got to be caller number two. How about that? Caller number two. Just go easy with it. Caller number two at 501-661-1037. We'll get you set up with those tickets. And here's the kicker, too, folks. If you win these tickets, you got to listen. If you win these tickets, when they get sent to you, you have to accept the tickets fully by 5 o'clock this afternoon. If you do not accept them by 5 o'clock this afternoon via your phone, they will be released and given away. So that's very important. That's not our rule. That's the Razorback rule, so just to let everybody know about it. But we'll give those tickets away, and we will make that a part of our Razor Aug update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Eric Musselman met with the media yesterday, and he discussed some of the things that his team has been focusing on in practice this week to try to really improve their game. Yeah, I mean, we've had two great practices, um, but this group's been a pretty good practice group all year, you know, so, um, you know, to say that we've had two great practices, it still has to correlate to the game, um, because I do think this group uh, has a spirit about itself in practice that, um, you know, we've also had some guys that aren't great practice players, and they go out in a game and, you know, do damage um, in a positive way, so... Uh, we have had good practices. They've been very competitive. Um, more live stuff than we've done since I've been at Arkansas. Uh, guarding the ball full court one-on-one. Guarding the ball uh, on the wing, 45-degree angle one-on-one. Um, we have not done any of our breakdown drills. Uh, we have done no station work. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned it the other night on the radio show that, that we uh, have added our opportunity break and and our open offense to try to get the ball to move from side to side and get more people involved. And um, and then the last piece of all this, which won't be decided until probably Saturday, is, is what the 
what the rotation looks like and and um, you know who starts and all those things and um, so that's kind of where it is. Also, Muss understands that poor play can impact other areas of the team, especially if the defense can't get it going. How does that impact the offense and vice versa? Well, I think anytime you talk about in in our sport because it's not football where we're you know where a new group of players is coming on the field. Um, you know, for offense and defense, I mean, our the flow of our game, everything affects our defense affects our offense. Our offense affects our defense. Shot selection would be the number one thing that affects a team's um, defense. Um, that's the number one spot you start with, and then the second spot you start with when you're asking about offense affecting defense is your lack or your positive offensive rebounding. So, I mean, we got some guys that haven't gotten an offensive rebound. Um, all, I mean, if I took Bob Holt, me, Curtis, if we all went out there and played, uh, I don't know, 200 minutes, a ball would fall in Bob Holt's lap. Um, and he'd get an offensive rebound. It would. If, if I played at 59 years old, a ball would somehow bounce to me uh, off an offensive rebound. It just, it just would. Also, Muss is understanding that there's a slower pace to the team this year compared to his other years, and that's not by design. I know a lot of things go into to tempo from game to game, but just looking at the, the Kimpom numbers of the course of the last few years, playing a little bit slower than you have maybe in the past. Well, that I, I mean, I hate to cut you off, Curtis, but that's not by design. I mean, if that, I figured, I would love it if you guys could point out one time where I said, "Hold up, let's 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 run a half court play." I mean. We want to play with pace, not Saturday. Every game we want to play with pace. Um, I said at my press conference when I was hired here, however many years, like, what you got in order to play with pace, you got to run the floor, you got to ball handle, and that's all on the coaching staff. I mean, all the issues that a team has, they're all, you know, it always falls back to the to the coaches um, trying to convey the issue. It's it's not the players. It's it's it's. Uh, yeah, we want to run to answer your question. We would like more fast break points. We would like uh, to score in transition more than we have. And Arkansas will be facing off against Lipscomb on Saturday. And that game's going to be at 5 o'clock there in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena. Should be a great crowd. Looking forward to it and appreciate uh, True Service being a part of the Razor Rock update each and every day. We'll take a top-of-the-hour update when we come back. Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio, as well as the Aaron Torres Podcast, will join us to discuss more. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Hey everyone, this is James from Jones Brothers Pool Tables. We're stocked up and ready to help you with any of your game room needs for the holidays. Come visit Arkansas's largest game room store. Jones Brothers Showroom has over 25 pool tables and 8 shuffleboards on display. We also have air hockey, ping pong, foosball, darts, game room furniture, and all the supplies you'll ever need. Come visit us at 309 West Broadway in North Little Rock across from Dickie Stevens or check us out on the web, jonesbrospooltables.com. Family owned and proudly serving Arkansas since 1924. Jones Brothers 